Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 236. Five Confidence Boosters for the Confidence Incompetent by Colin Wright of exilelifestyle.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Optimal Living Daily. I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator. This is where I read to you because why should you have to sit down and read by yourself? Today I'm reading from ExileLifestyle.com, founded by Colin Wright, the guy who moves to a new country every four months or so, and the destination is voted on by his readers of his blog, so it's pretty crazy. Not something I would do, but I can definitely respect it. Before we get into his post, if you're somewhat new here, you might not know that this is actually one of three podcasts where we read blogs to you. I have two spinoff podcasts, Optimal Finance Daily and the very, very new Optimal Health Daily which is where my brother reads to you and also answers your questions. It'd be awesome if you could check out and subscribe to both of those shows too. We'd greatly appreciate it. And I think that's enough of an intro, so let's jump right into it and start optimizing your life. Five Confidence Boosters for the Confidence Incompetent by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com. Most of us are not blessed with an uncommonly high level of self-esteem In fact, most of us have trouble finding positives and even our greatest successes because of the incredibly high expectations we have due to the explosion of optimalism created by the mainstream media, meaning that they only show extreme successes on TV and on the radio. It's good for ratings, but wreaks havoc on our personal expectations. To remedy this, here's a short list of five things you can do to boost your confidence level right now. If you are unconvinced of why you should be boosting your confidence, read the self-confidence article at exilelifestyle.com. Number one, put things in perspective. Though Newsweek and CNN would have you believe otherwise by their incessant focus on the 0.0001% of people who are making hundreds of millions of dollars in their teens and 20-somethings who are unifying quantum theory and Einsteinian physics, the successes that you have in your day-to-day life actually do matter. In fact, most of them probably matter much more than you are even aware of since you are likely only considering the impact that they have on you personally. You got a new job? Excellent. You just made your day, as well as the company you signed on with, that of your significant other, and all of your friends that just found out about it. Even small stones thrown into a pond create ripples. So even if your success is not a tsunami worth covering on the six o'clock news, be sure that you celebrate it. Because at the end of the day, the things that affect you directly are much more important than newsworthy but distant achievements anyway. Number two, call your mom. 
Anytime I'm feeling blue and need to pick me up, I call my parents. This works for me because I happen to have very supportive parents who will ooh and ah about even my smallest achievements without fail. It's a small confidence boost that always helps me to realize, hey, what I'm doing is kind of neat. Good for me. It's very easy to lose perspective and get too deep in what you're doing so that you forget how interesting your life actually is. Obviously, you don't have to call your parents. It just has to be someone who will give you that reality check and take an active interest in what you have to say. On the flip side, be sure to be the kind of person who will do this for others too. Call it karma if you like, but helping someone out when they are feeling down makes it all the more likely that you'll have someone to go to when you need the same. Number three, do something mindless that you are good at. When I need a short mental vacation that won't make me lose my momentum, but will allow me to get a sense of completion, I play a few games of Tetris. I got in the habit back in high school where I'd play for an hour before guitar lessons once a week while waiting for my brother to finish his lesson. It's a game I played enough that I don't really have to think about what I'm doing, but it's also complex enough that it keeps my mind active so that I can take a bit of a break without completely shutting down. Additionally, every time I win, or even just last a really long time, I get a sense of worth, like, man, I'm good at this, that's awesome. Again, it doesn't have to be Tetris, though studies have shown that Tetris in particular does have memory benefits. It can be any relatively mindless activity. Do a cat's cradle, knit, play with a yo-yo, sing along to a song with complex lyrics, Anything that takes a bit of skill, but not so much that you're gonna fail miserably at, because what we're looking for now is not so much as a challenge as a quick jolt of rejuvenating ego boost. Number four, work out. Even when I really, really, really don't feel like working out, if I can make myself do it for even 30 minutes, I feel a million times better afterward. Working out pumps your body full of feel-good chemicals like endorphins, and your self-image will immediately increase while your inhibitions and self-imposed walls will become more brittle and easy to break through. Not to mention the fact that you will, in fact, be healthier, as opposed to just feeling healthy, and long-term, your confidence level will grow and grow and grow. Not too bad for a half-hour investment. Number five, learn something. When I feel like I haven't accomplished anything at the end of the day, I'll immediately cruise the web to learn something new. There's something invigorating about adding to your library of knowledge because it allows you to make new connections and potentially change your entire perspective on the world. Some good places to check out for quick doses of knowledge are Lifehacker, Mental Floss, and TED. What's your favorite way to boost your confidence level? Update, April 23rd, 2016. A lot of this is still pretty solid advice, and a lot of it is advice I still give today. I would add a few items. Number six, remind yourself of past successes. I think about this when I'm doing something that gets my blood pumping, but which I've done before. Public speaking, for instance. Beforehand, I remind myself that this is what I do, this is what I've done. I've worried before, but it's been okay. The same applies if it's something completely new. Just remind yourself of how you've overcome newness in the past and how that turned out, how you came out the other side. Number seven, remind yourself of past failures. More specifically, remind yourself that you got back up after you stumbled. This is a focal point of strength for me. My failures serve as reminders that I can overcome failure. If the worst should happen, I'll overcome again. Number eight, smile. There's good science to back up the idea that how you carry yourself and your facial expression informs how you actually feel. But I wanna focus on the act of smiling when you don't quite feel like smiling. Slapping a smile on your face is something you have control over. It changes the way others respond to you and allows you to play the role, even if it's a fake role at first, of happy, confident person. When I do this, I also think about something ridiculous how worked up I'm getting over something that, in the broader context, is a small concern, and everything is if your context is expansive enough. 
This tends to bring a legit smile to my face, along with a silent laugh, and that makes me feel ready to tackle this now surmountable whatever. Number nine, help someone else. Becoming a source of strength for someone else can also strengthen you. If you're feeling nervous, chances are the people around you are too. Helping them feel more confident tends to make you feel stronger. Like so many things, this is an act that allows us to benefit while also benefiting others, which is ideal. You just listened to the post titled Five Confidence Boosters for the Confidence Incompetent by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh man, I was like, no, what he was talking about explosion of optimalism <laughs> and that it uh, causes us to have high expectations and it's a bad thing. But then he clarified that he was mainly talking about showing extreme successes and that's what the media does. That's definitely not what we do here in Optimal Living Daily. It is about optimizing, but not the way he's talking about. So that made me a little more happy. <laughs> and very cool that he updated the post recently. When I first found this article, it didn't have that update in there. So this was a little longer than I expected, but I thought it was a good read and something that applies to me too. So I figured there's gotta be some of you out there who could use some tips on confidence. Before we go, just a reminder that this is one of three podcasts. And if you like the premise of this show, it's definitely worth checking out my other two, Optimal Finance Daily and Optimal Health Daily. You can find them in the same place you're listening to this show. And that does it for today. I will catch you tomorrow with the post from Ramit Sethi of I'llTeachYouToBeRich.com where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits. Optimal Living Daily.